calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back, beachgoers, to the Lucky Die. Previously, Laffy creates a feast for heroes, Raoul guides a musician, Squash gives his name to planes, Zoltana becomes an executive producer. Our heroes get a good night's rest, and wait to find more friends have joined them in their rest, as they finally get to relax on the beaches of the deity's resort. What is Demi plotting for her hypothetical friend? Who invented the rules of beach volleyball? And will we ever hear the black and crimson players perform? I guess we're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die. Kythea and Laffian are walking along the beach. Um, they're just quietly talking. Um, this is where we're going to focus right this moment. As you guys are walking along and kind of catching up on what has happened to you folks, she fills you in that she and Rowena have been... She's basically been teaching Rowena as much Kino common as possible so that it's easier for her to converse with folks. She talks about the fact that the former leader of Kino, um, a tiefling named Baracus, has recently been rescued, maybe with or without injuries, depending on Kino episodes coming up. Um, <laughs> that he seems to be a fair man, just a little bit broken. She tells you that a lot of the leaders of the world, like she's kind of 
been with them as they've been talking, as they've been meeting. Apella has been there. Rowena has been there as a as a former um, as a as a former leader of the dwarves. That Thakit has been there. That your father also. That some of the orcs from the Elkath Isle, including Helsif, have been at big meetings, and they're just trying to figure out how best to get rid of Kells and how best to push forward with whatever happens afterwards. But that afterwards is on the back burner while we try to survive now. She tells you all about that. And it's obvious that she doesn't enjoy it, but she's very good at remembering and giving over the details so that you feel at least filled in about the state of how things are going. And she says, so that kind of got me thinking, like, afterwards. I, I know that you want to make the school and that's that's good. And, and I want to be a part of that, but what? do you want other than school after this? I mean, it sounds like the rest of the things I wanted are already happening, in a way. Steps are being taken. I want the world to be unified. I read some of the people there. Not all of them are going to make it. At least I don't think so. And from what I've seen, Thakit is a very... He's going to be fiercely independent, and I'm not sure he... I'm not sure he wants to be part of another, like, big collective. And who knows who's going to be in charge of Kino. Barakas is, he's broken after the death of her son, of his son. And I can understand that. It'll be awful to lose a child. They still need you if you, if you want me to let you know when the next one is. And maybe if you're here... If I can help in some way and I'm not uh, otherwise engaged in getting my ass somehow kicked by some creature <laughs> from God knows where or deity from a non-existence, I'm sure. It seems like every other day, though, things are uh, popping out of the woodwork trying to kill us. But the fact we've made it this far, something must be happening correctly. You're all survivors. Like, I, I don't even... I worry, don't get me wrong, I do. But I've also seen good things for all of you. I just... I guess it's kind of more of a... What do you want for me and you? I mean, there's a school and you want to do politics, but... I mean, I don't live as long as you. And I'm just wondering if... I want to have a family, and I don't know if I want to get married. I guess I'm hopeful about the future, so I'm I'm thinking about it a lot right now. Even if there is no hope, still a good idea to think about the future, because it creates it. True. I... I don't know. I... The school and everything was my idea because I thought that would be a good way for us to spend our time together, accounting for the fact that I am likely to far outlive most people. Yeah. I don't know. From the sounds of it, Zoltana's becoming a goddess. Ral is going to be a specter. Okay, I mean, outside of be... them, yes. Caden. <laughs> you can outlive Caden and me. No, don't rub that. too. That's a sad thought. I don't want to think about that. Me I either. like Caden. He's a good one. 
He's so good with Talos. Like, you didn't see him when we were traveling between Vanlas and the Fourfold fight. He's so good with her, and she can be such a handful. <laughs> she has a very wild mind. Probably I'm, why she's so good at magic. Probably the mother's side of the family. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. Family has not been something I've given much thought to outside of the family that I up until recently had no connection with, but I mean, you have your family as well, and I would, whoever may, I don't think you've ever told me much about the rest of your family. I know you have a brother, I believe, as well, right? Yeah, I, I have an older brother. His name is Annis. I had a younger sister, but you knew that already. I don't really remember my mom, my dad. He was good, firm hand. And he helped me learn how to be an alchemist. That was his passion. That was his thing. Ennis got the business sense from him, but not the green hands, I guess. And there was my grandma. I loved her very much. She died when uh, Demera and I were very little. But she had the gift. She could see things same as I can. She was very kind. I guess all of my family I'd want you to meet are they're gone. <laughs> but who knows? This world is very wacky right now. True. And if there are armies of Cicero and Bellum, I know for sure that my little sister will be there as a Valkyrie. I know it. I already seen it. I know she will be there. And I'd love you to meet her. I, I don't know about my grandma, but whatever she is, I hope she's not a demon because she would absolutely destroy. <laughs> she's very fierce too. Maybe once Rawl gets the job and learns how things work, we can ask him. That's true. Call him I mean, some favors. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we've all managed to keep him alive this long. Maybe he'll help us later. <laughs> Oh, I don't, I don't know. That's okay. We actually have a future to think about it now. Well, I'm talking like we've already won, but I, I believe we will. We made Daytron run away. I count that as a win. True. I mean, he must have run for a reason, like, and taking common with him. Yeah, that must bothers. have been a reason for that. Bothers me, but... Yeah, I guess we'll find out. I know that there are some of the mages that... Um, some of the mages that are mixed up with all the leaders around Moena, they're looking into seeing if they could find him, but he's not scryable. But now we know what Common looks like, we know who she is. She, we may have better luck with her. He's probably thought of that, though. So... Is there anything I can do to help you? Um, I don't know. I have things that maybe might help you. Really? Actually, now that you're here, now that you reminded me, because I've been holding on to these things for God, God's know how long. <laughs> um, let me see. Hold on a second. Uh, inventory management here. He, like, stops and uh, puts his uh, bag <laughs> holding down on the sand, flips it open and starts reaching in. And is like, all right, let's see. We've got... Um, you're probably going to want to... Uh, I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll lay it on on the sand. Let's see. We've got, uh, where is it? Where is it? 
here it is. So we've got these, and he pulls out like a, a piece of cloth that's wrapped around a bunch of the dragon tree leaves. Right, yes. Because he took those, <laughs> which is why when yep, you mentioned I that before, I was making faces. <laughs> um, let's see, we've got that. Uh, he reaches in and pulls out a vial of uh, what looks like a very thick liquid. Um, this is a, a vial of demogorgon blood. Um, he reaches back in, pulls out a cloth oh that's wrapped around two of the eyes, uh, two demogorgon eyes. Um, oh my god, okay, this is gross. Okay, thank you. Uh, oh, I've got the shards that were on that altar there. He pulls out the shards of Savras. Uh, most of them are kind of uh, depleted, but there's the one here that's still good. <laughs> you can see her eyes going wide as you drop like these very expensive, very specific ingredients in front of her. She's just like, I don't... I Oh, does okay. the, uh, Does this here... He pulls out a vial that's got like little droplets left of Zoltana's blood. This is Zoltana's blood. Don't... Uh, there's like little droplets I, left. I... I feel really uncomfortable taking that. I mean, the Demogorgonize, I'm not thrilled with. Thank you so much for those. Um, but I think maybe the blood we should give back to Sultana or maybe give to a dad. I, I don't want that. That seems really creepy. Sure. Yeah, no, that, that's fine. I just, blood you know, drops of my friend. That's that, kind of gross. That's valid. That's very true. I, <laughs> I'm I'm think, I Sometimes I think a little bit more logically in uh, the Soft aside, kind of just. That's what I'm here for. Remind you. Right. Uh, okay, put the vial of Zoltana blood back in there. It's, uh, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I think that's pretty much okay. all I've got. Uh, I just, I've been collecting things that I thought you might be interested in. I appreciate it. Okay, I'm, I'm going to find a way romantic. of storing these and. <laughs> Well, I really appreciate it. I, I appreciate the leaves. They're really cute. And I think maybe I I think well, uh, I know which potion they'd work really well in. I okay. just need to store it. Yeah, just be careful with all of that stuff. Um, I have a yeah. feeling the leaves in particular, Merkel would not be very happy with me if uh, they knew that I took them. Yeah, probably not happy with anything stolen from it. I mean, the leaves are pretty magical. They're not as like um, potent as like the bark. Um, I didn't get any or of the that. sap or or like you know the whole branch. I wouldn't know what to do with them even if I did love. Like it's the branch, you'd make a staff out of them, sure. Or a wand. Or a wand. Or a wand. Or you could make a fishing rod. You could. Not where I was going, but yes, probably a waste of a very powerful tree <laughs> to kind of put it in as a fishing rod, but you could do it. could catch a sure. very powerful magic fish. I have fish on the brain from the food. Don't mind me. It's really good. You've learned a lot. I really am proud of you. I would say I've been okay, practicing, I'm but gonna, that'd be a lie. I'm going to star all of these and thank you. I, I don't really have anything for you other than I'm I'm grabbing the information I can and giving it to you, and I think you appreciate that probably more than some trinket. I do like that. I hope. <laughs> right. Um, thanks. You see that she kind of like scoops everything up, very carefully wrapping the leaves back up because, yeah, they are super powerful, being a little bit gross towards the eyes and wrapping everything up, and she puts them in like in a small side satchel that she has. I don't know what any of that could be used for, but you work your wonders and I'll just 
keep killing I'm... weird mystical beings. <laughs> Just um, bad ones. Keep bringing back flowers and plants and strange as it sounds, blood. Um, and I will keep giving you more knowledge. Okay. All right. I think it's a good point to leave those two and let them do what they need to do. Are we about to? Never mind. Nope. We're about to die. Okay. Nope. No. God fuck it. No. <laughs> Nobody guys dies on God Island. There's no poison here. <laughs> God damn it, Ral. <laughs> Ral. During the evening, Ama is approached by three different people. She's a first approached by Demi and they have a very quick conversation and you basically glean uh, that something was not found, but they would soldier on anyway. It's okay. They'll make it work. It's not a problem. Bogroom turns up and very awkwardly gives her this kind of bundle. Um, it's, you know, kind of a bit bigger than like a beach ball um, kind of and it's like wrapped in many layers and and bits of cloth um, and you can't see what's in it it's just this big object Um, and she takes it and they very awkwardly exchange some more words and he goes back to what he was doing who else that needs to speak with Ama? everybody needs to speak with Ama. (laughs) and then finally Emil comes he hands over a small scroll and a potion and he kind of like puts a hand on her back and you very clearly hear him wishing her good luck. And then he too leaves. Um, Brawl's going to try to catch Emil kind of just like quietly. Yeah, absolutely doable. Like Ama can be very easily distracted with stuff. That's totally fine. <laughs> Jingle keys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the ocean. No, don't make me look. I hate it. I hate it. It's just like a bath. <laughs> hey, um, Emil. Yeah. Hi. Um. Thanks for bringing um, Ama and the other dragonborn. Yes, not a problem. The young person needed help with something, and I thought that if you were here on rest island then i should bring her along it might be the last spot of rest that any of us get what can i help you with son Ross kind of looking towards Zama. Zama <laughs> <laughs> is be... like doing this like really big over like exaggerated arm movement she's telling a story to uh Irina, um and to tuck and elise who just like shaking their head disbelieving at the tall tale that she's telling Do I need to be worried? Perhaps a little. She's not going to get injured in this. The worst she'll receive is a no. I think what she is trying to do is rather sweet, and it is her tale to tell you. She will probably be doing what needs to be done this evening. I would be with her if I were you. Okay. Okay. Okay, yeah, um... Uh, just making sure. Um. Not a problem. If anything does go awry, you're in the right place. <laughs> he gestures at like the island <laughs> and the people on it. Um. There's plenty of backup if things go wrong. 
that's true. Thank you. You're welcome. And good luck yourself. And you see him head towards like the hut that you saw that um, Caden and Talus were in. Yeah. Okay. Well, kind of like keeps his distance from Bogram, but um, doesn't do anything (laughs) passive aggressive and kind of waves at him every now and then, I think. Uh, like you, you see him nod. He's sitting around the fire, um, uh, with, uh, yeah, just with like, you know, just sitting around on his own and you see like, um, who's pissed off at him right now? Demi's not pissed off at him. She has no need to be. So she just goes and sits down kind of nearish. Um, she's maintaining a distance, but don't exactly seem to be talking much. Just idle chit chat. Um, yeah, you make your way back to Ema. And so it was this big, I swear. It was like absolutely Hey Ra. Um hey. Okay, well hey. um I uh it's got awkward really quick. I I'm going to go do something. Um Bogren gave me a thing and now I can go do what I need to do. So um you can come if you want, but please don't please don't interrupt what I'm about to do. Okay. Um you you trust him. The thing you got from him. Like have everything's okay, right? As far as I can tell. Like uh, she's actually walking away from like the rest of the huts where everybody else is. Yeah. She's kind of like going off to a, like a like further along the beach. And she says, "As far as Emil can tell me, this is what I needed." And I already got the other thing that I needed and Emil gave me a spell and a potion so that I can cast what I need to cast. Wrong. <laughs> God damn it. I'm going to have to make a save, V. He is nervous. Go ahead. Of course he is. Like, go right ahead. <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry. <laughs> I have a big knot in my chest because I have so many horrible things that are happening right now oh, and I hate me. it. <laughs> It, my my chest hurts from volleyball, and now it just hurts. Damn it! Tense. <laughs> it's an eight, so I failed my acid check. Okay, you do some extra damage yeah. to yourself. Um, she reaches over and like takes one of the, like the the cloth strips off of the thing that she has bundled in her arms, and she kind of like wipes it away. It's like no, 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 please, please, out, just breathe and and listen to me, and I will ex- explain it as calmly as I can, but. I don't want you to stop me from doing this, okay? You can you can do what you need to do. That's fine. I will. Uh, I will help if if there's anything I can help with. Just don't leave me. I haven't cast magic before, and this is going to be. I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> I. Just a little bit nervous. Do you do you want help? I mean, I don't know much magic, but people here do. I don't think I need help maybe with the talking part. Um, okay, I think we are far enough from everybody that they can't hear or see, but if we need help, we can get help very quickly. I don't think it will, but I think it's going to be fine. I don't think there's going to be any problem. Okay, Okay. I'm I'm trying to be calm. (laughs) (laughs) She's trying to keep you calm, but also obviously very nervous and a little bit scared. Um, 
She basically unbundles the the two things that she has in her arms. One thing that she brought with her and the thing that um, that's, uh, Bogren brought with him. She undoes the piece that is the Bogren brought and it's a large black triangle. And you look at it and it's almost like there's nothing there. It's just a complete void. She places it down on the sand. She reaches into her bag and as she begins to unwrap the binding, she looks at you suddenly and goes, well, don't freak out. Okay, I'm trying. Just don't ask where I got it. Is it scarier than a skull on top of the void triangle? (laughs) Um, Okay. Take a religion check. Oh, I'm man. pretty sure I've done this correct. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be good. Oh. <laughs> what, did, what did you get? Um, it's a natural 20. Perfect. Uh, you also have zero to religion. So I know. I've, <laughs> Something within you when you see the triangle slowly begins to like tick in the back of your brain. And then when you see a white skull, a white human skull being placed on top, it suddenly all snaps into place. These are Mirkel's relics, both of them. Hmm. She walks just outside the edge and you can see her slowly drip this potion in a circle around the two items and she's standing inside the circle when she closes it. She opens up the scroll, takes a deep breath as she chants the few words that are written on there in a language you don't understand. Shit. Uh, she chants the <laughs> words on the scroll and they sound kind of mel- melodic to you as she calls out for Mirkel to come seek her. And the scroll basically turns into ash in her hands. There is a very cold intake of air all around you. You see things begin to whirl and you see the sand itself beginning to whirl around you. Like inside the circle, there's nothing, but where you're standing on the outside, it is whirring around very, very quickly. And then all of a sudden, the sand just drops and you look around and you can see that the birds that were flying, the waves that were crashing, everything that should be moving is suddenly still. And standing before you is a dragonborn woman. She has silver scales And she smiles as she looks at the pair of you. And she says, Ah, pleasure to meet you both. Mikkel is a little busy right now. I'm Clemdal. Have I met Clemdal before? I don't remember. Okay. Yeah, you've met Kesa before. I don't think you met Clemdal, but you've heard of Clemdal at least. That's fair. I am goddess of fate weaving, or as I'm known these days, uh... Goddess of paperwork. I create deals on behalf of the Sentinels and currently on behalf of the gods while things are a little bit in chaos and they're rather busy. Uh, uh, I unfroze you because I believe you're a somewhat linked to Mirkel, correct? And she looks over at Ral. Yes. Hi. Good. Um, if you wouldn't mind just stepping in the circle, I don't have to oh, extend um... my magic quite so much. It's just, just step over the line. There we are. I'll, I'll do it too. And she steps over the line. <laughs> so there's now Ral, Ama, and Clemdell just standing on one side of this triangle each. And Ama says, Oh, I wanted to speak to Mirkel. Well, I'm afraid he's not actually 
I have authorization to create any deals, uh, any pleas, any bargains you have with the deity of death themselves. Now, what can I do for you? Um, she looks nervously over at Raoul and looks back at Klemdar. I, uh, I want to become a specter when I die so that I can be with Raoul. I don't want to wait a couple of hundred years. I, I just want to be next to him. And she looks over at you, Raoul. Please don't be mad. <laughs> Raoul just squeezes, squeezes uh, her hand and he's still very scared, but... <laughs> He kind of gives her a smile. So you're not mad at me? Um, no, but I mean, I'll tell you later. That's fine. Okay. So I would like to become a specter when I die. And I want to be a specter for as long as Raul has to be a specter. And I... If he gets promoted, I get promoted too. <laughs> or I can stay as a low-level specter. I, I don't really um. care. I... <laughs> no, 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 no. Be, be quiet, Raoul. <laughs> she has no idea the shenanigans you're about to do. <laughs> well, uh, it's not completely unusual. And you have already passed through the gates of death. You're already aware of... I don't know. You're very well aware of what is happening in Bellum and what death actually means and what it does. You are a smart, resourceful person. I mean, after all, we have these items. And she gestures down at the things. I will make it so. Uh, be a Ral, be a spectre for as long as Ral is. Um, join him in the afterlife. And I'm sure that we could give you a couple of boons or two. You know, um... You would, of course, be doing Miracle a favour. A spectre for free is not easy. Not a lot of people wish to do this. It's a very difficult job, you understand. I know. I know it is difficult. But being away is more difficult. I don't want to go to Bellum again. And I don't want to be stuck in Cicero all on my own doing absolutely nothing. That sounds kind of worse. <laughs> okay. Then just put out your hand. And Aima puts her hand out, a very small scroll appears. And you see Aima just write at the bottom of this scroll her name. It turns into ash and fire, a kind of dark purplish colour. And Clemdale disappears. The void, triangle, the skull itself, the dark circle around you all disappear and the world resumes its normal time flow. And then the pair of you notice at Amos' feet, there is a very small, tiny-looking silver dragon. Much like Tio, but silver in colour. Oh, oh my gosh. Surprise. (laughs) Brawl is shaking and gives Ama a hug, and he's crying a little, and I'm going to make him make a save, but (laughs) he's okay. Okay. It's overwhelming emotion. I'll allow it. I rolled a d100. That's not what I meant. That's not the correct roll, I Neil. I rolled a two. <laughs> she, like, wraps her arms around you, like, very, very, very tightly. She says, I couldn't think of anything else. Why are you shaking? It is okay. I know. We're going to be okay. And now I have a, a, a cute little friend to hang around <laughs> with. 
I think, I think her name is Oya. I think. I don't know. I have a feeling that her name is Oya. It's the best. Hey, yeah. Uh, Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, you, uh, you like to help people. It's, uh, I think you'll be fine. I think, I think you'll be happy. We'll be happy. We'll be doing good. I think it'll yeah. be fine. I mean, I like to make sure that people are okay. And yeah, sometimes I am a little bit loosey-goosey with how I get there. Not necessarily the most um, legal way. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I didn't get this goal in the most legal way. It, it is, it's fine. Don't worry about that. Um, there, are, there are rules. Yeah. But I don't know them. And I keep breaking them. So, um, <laughs> wait, there are rules to being a specter other than just like, hey, you're dead, go to these places. There's yeah. something else, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think so. What kind of rules? I Am know. I breaking one now? I don't what know. did I do, Ral? <laughs> Probably not yet. <laughs> okay, okay, great. <sighs> I have a lot of energy right now. <laughs> that was a little bit easier than I thought it would be. I thought I'd have to give up something, that I'd have to like give away, uh, do more promises. This was a lot easier than I expected. It was really difficult getting this skull and, and Bogram got the, the, the triangle and that was also apparently very difficult, but I, I don't care about that. But this went off a lot easier than I thought it would. That's good. Thank you for not being angry at me. I know you don't like it when I do really big things without thinking it through, but I did. I thought this through a lot. This is what I want. I know. I know. Hey, it's going to be fine. I love you yeah. and you did a good job. And I'm less, less worried now. I can stop worrying because I've been worried. <laughs> so that's good. I've been worried too. <laughs> I worry about you a lot. <laughs> Funnily enough, <laughs> I can feel your heart beating right here, but I still worry about <laughs> you all the time. Klim does nice. I've heard they're nice too. Yeah. I expected that to be something different. I, I was very surprised to see that she was a dragonborn. I think maybe she changes what she looks like. I don't know. Can we remember. do that, Inspectors? Can we change what we look like? <laughs> I, I mean. <laughs> You, you will look different. Not going to lie. Okay. I don't know if you can change it, though. Well, I... Is it scary? Do I, do I look horrible? Do, have my horns gone? And she puts her hands up to her horns. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just... Uh, you, have you seen the specters? You've seen them, have you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we look like that? Okay, that is... Yeah. Like that. That is a little bit scary. That's fine. Maybe. They, I mean, okay. it's not bad. They're okay. Okay. Good. Uh, at this point, the pair of you are kind of back to like the, the fire. Um, the one that like between like laughing and, and, and um, squash burning a bunch of shit. Like there is just like a, a small fire just right in the middle of the group. Um, like Demi and Bogram are gone now and, and Ama just basically sits down and the pair of you just kind of just sit there for the rest of the evening until we interrupt with the plot or the morning comes one of the two. <laughs> yeah. I think at some point, right. like, um, 
Rom doesn't say anything, but he kind of like just goes over and like hands Bogram a beer and walks back. <laughs> that's, that's kind of the closest <laughs> he's going to get to like, uh, hey, thanks. <laughs> like, as you're walking away, Bogram says, does she make it work? Yeah. He just grimly nods. He's very unhappy, but he drinks his beer. All right. We'll do the fight down later on. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Zoltana, you and Adet are sitting with Tuck and Elise. Um, You're also by the fire. I think it's nice that everyone is kind of roughly in the same area. Um, We're sitting with Tuck and Elise, and Elise turns to you, Zoltana, and she says, Look, um, please don't think I'm... I don't know what you might think of me, actually. Um, I think you're relieved. Sultana, it's been... (laughs) I'm still that. I'm still me. Um, I don't know if I can do this kind of fight again. Like, Tears of Regulars was one thing, and that was a lot of fun, and I felt like we were helping a lot of people. And please don't think that this... I, I didn't think... This wasn't help. Oh boy, Tuck. And Tuck looks at her, and he puts a hand on her 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 hand, and he looks over at you, and he says, "I think what she's saying is that until that final fight rings, we can't do this sort of thing again. We both almost died, Sultana. You guys might be used to it, but this is too much for us." I want to be able to marry my fiancé and I want to be able to fight at the final fight, but I want to get there first. I'm sorry. We're sorry. No. It's okay. Really? Yeah, I'm not... I can't ask you to fight if you're not comfortable fighting. I mean, you say you'll be there for the last one. That's important. Yeah, always. But, you know... I mean, and I want you guys to get married too, and I don't want you to. I have to do this, but you don't. I know. And you're going to be amazing at this. And I can see why other people follow you. I mean, hell, I will tell other people to follow you. <laughs> and I'm really proud of you. I'm actually proud of both of you a lot. I don't know. I've had my problems with you, Zoltana, but. Hey, I mean. You are a good friend. I did go a little wild for a while, so. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> you did. Uh, later. Um, <laughs> oh, he doesn't know. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll talk to you all about that later. I have some things to talk to you about. Mm-hmm. I was just wondering. Hey, since we're all here except Benno, and maybe you could just marry us now. Are you kidding? Of course I can do that. Really? Uh, Nothing big and fancy right now. We can have a big party when we save the world. We can have that big ceremony and make things all pretty and... (laughs) have the best party and Benno can be there and all of our friends and everything. I just, 
If we don't, I don't want to regret anything. Me too. Okay, well, it's going to have to be a little less of a of a ceremony than I, I would usually do, like, a, religiously, a little less religious than usual. Uh, but, yeah, I'm happy to, I'm happy to. I mean, I'll still punch you if that's how that wants to work. Yeah, I mean, yeah, still punch me. <laughs> okay. All right. As far as I understand the spell ceremony, it takes an hour to cast. Is there anything specific that you'd want to say? Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today because these two people have been through so much. The presumed death of one of them, almost dying a bunch of times. (laughs) There was that one time back in Tears of Regulars when Elise, like, fell off that cliff uh, over the waterfall and we all really thought that she was going to be dead but it just turned out that she was like in the water so that was really scary (laughs) anyway the point is (laughs) everyone here has almost died a bunch of times and that's what makes us realize that life is so precious and everything that comes with it and especially love love is the most precious thing in life Because through all of this, even though they didn't want to fucking tell each other that they liked each other, we all could tell that Elise and Tuck were meant to be together. And here they are, finally able to admit it, and disgustingly in love. And we're here to make that union official. So, by the, I guess... Elise, uh, you want to marry this guy? Yes. Tuck, you want to marry her? <laughs> of course. All right, well. I mean, yes. By the power invested vested in me by me, because I'm a god, uh, I now pronounce you married. Punch me and then kiss and then kiss uh, kiss each other. <laughs> Um, as one, they kind of smile and giggle. Um, Adet, just like you can hear her smiling, she has a hand on your shoulder as you're talking. Um, as one, they turn and punch you and immediately apologize. And then, yeah, they are, they are married. Oh my God, Casey. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my goddess. It's all done. <laughs> that was amazing. Um, have an inspiration point. Um, oh, I get that was amazing. I'm still, I'm still not sure I get it, Dame. I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand. It's very sweet, but like, uh, it's violent. I had something about throwing rice at people. Do we, do we like pick up sand and throw that instead of rice? Is this how this works? It was very violent, and I had heard about this. So I was prepared for it and everything. It's just not what I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know how to feel. Uh, I'm gonna say. I sprung this on Casey. I also <laughs> hadn't actually planned that I was going to do this. So, <laughs> fucking hats off to you, Casey. That was amazing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Applause is well deserved on that. I do All what right. I can. <laughs> uh, okay. Squash. All right. You anyone who hasn't done anything? Yeah, I know, I know. I also know what you want to do, so I'm going to hand the reins over to you. 
All right, so Squash goes into the room, the first room that he, uh, to the first house that he stayed at, uh, where mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. pushed everything aside. And he's gonna get out a scroll he got from Damas, uh, a scroll of exorcism. Now, if I understand correctly the rules that you've told me, I need to write down some runes and a bunch of stuff. Yes. Uh, I'm also in. I'm correct in believing that I also need the, um, um, the true name. Yes. Whose true name? The one I'm banishing, or the one that's staying behind? The one that's staying behind. Luckily, I have a note. So, Squash basically just moves everything he can out of the way, and. Mm-hmm. Gets out chalk from the bag of holding and starts writing down rules. Yeah, of course she would. Yeah, she would have like chalk somewhere hidden in the bag of holding for sure. And, um, uh, we talked about the fact that I'd be able to supplement some of the magic in the thing. Yep, um, you basically have access to everything you ask. Like you have the, the people around in the area that yeah. you can talk to, should you wish. Um, yeah. You have access to basically everything, give or take, that you needed to do what you want to do. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I would like to paint a little bit of a picture, and I I imagine that uh, Squash is on his knees, just drawing and writing, and he's constantly like smudging things and moving and changing them around, and he's getting kind of like flustered at a point and he like gets up and kind of like struts around a little bit annoyed and then breathes a little bit calmly and it gets back to it until it gets to the point where he needs help and that's when he's gonna go outside to the fire where people are sitting yeah uh basically everyone is there uh with the exception of Caden, emil and talus they are to your keen eyes, much further down the beach. Hmm. Um, there's a small fire like between the three of them and they're, they're doing something clearly magical down there. Squaz is going to like just plot himself on the sand uh, next to everybody in front of the fire. And mm-hmm. um, and he just speaks up. So I had a thought earlier. Um, I was thinking like... There's a lot of things that I want to do. There's a lot of things I want to get done. And I was thinking to myself, like, if things don't work out, if things don't go the way I want them to, how how dejected I'd be and how, how much it sucks. And, and my brain was doing all these dumb things and it was going through all these dumb thoughts. And just for just a fraction of a second, I thought to myself how nice it would be if I didn't have to worry about any of that. How nice it would be if I didn't have to care or worry. And it's that tiny little fraction of a second. I I can see it. I can see... I can see the point. I think I know the point or purpose of Dejin. He... He isn't here to thwart our plans. Well, he is here to thwart our plans, but not in the way we think. He's not here just to stab every single person that stands up to the blissful eclipse. He's not here to to push over every single rune we make to, to ruin everything. He's here 
to break us, to break our spirit. He's here because he needs every single mortal to not care anymore, to not want to keep going. If, this, if, if, if he boils away the seas and burns down all the trees, if the air is toxic and the sky rains acid and fire every night, what mortal would want to stand up with the gods to save this world? Not a single one. And he knows that. And he knows that the gods by themselves cannot defeat the blissful eclipse. They need us. And that's what he's doing. I don't know what he has planned, and I don't know exactly how he's going to do it. But he's plotting to make things so unbelievably bad that not a single one of us would want to fight. And so I'm not going to let him win. And I'm not going to let any of them win. We need to stay positive and happy. We have to smile every day. And we have to keep moving forward. We can't let the stuff that they're throwing at us break us. We have to stay strong. All of us. That's what I... I think the only way to really beat the blissful eclipse is for all of us to stick together, to stay strong. I think... I think Dajin isn't here to kill us. He's here to break us. I think it's very dangerous. But I don't think it's as dangerous as as we are to ourselves, if we let him keep going. Do you think that is why he killed the goddess of joy? Yeah. I think... I think he has awful plans for us mortals. I think he has a big plan to break us, all of us. Something worse than we've seen before. So, I'm done being sad. I'm done being miserable. I'm done looking at the dark side of everything. We gotta stand strong. We need to stand together. Especially the four of us. And squash gestures to the... To Sultana, to Balance, <laughs> and uh, to Lafian and to Raul. No matter what happens, we have to keep moving. Sultana, could you help me with something a little bit? Anytime, friend. What's up? It's it's in the in the in the bungalow thing house. Uh, just need a little bit of help. All right. Squash gets up and walks away. Sultana will follow. Raul will nudge the red dragonborn and be like, uh, "See, I told you, making people happy is important." Yes. I, I guess you're right. Um, I really wish I had that yellow right now. <laughs> I don't think even Aimer could find one out here. And like you see Aimer just like raise an eyebrow that you guys really have them. Like, I have my ways. I could probably get one if we needed one. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Lafian, I have a proposition for you. <laughs> All right. I feel like getting tracked away from the awful thing. All right. Squash. Um, Squash 
bring Sultana to the room, and on the floor there's a very long, integrate rune. It spans most of the room, and most of the things that have been pushed out of the way have been made done so to make face. Um, okay, so to do this, I need high-level god magic, and I don't have access to that. I can't tell you exactly what this is. I think I think for your own sake, you need to Why not know, but I'll tell not? you. I'll tell you as soon as it's over. I'll tell you, I promise. But right now, I just need you to trust me that I'm not doing anything bad. I will always trust you. What do you need me to do? I need you to put a certain amount of magical powers into this to help me Get it off the ground when I need to. Okay. Whatever you need. Uh, so I think that was a level four cleric spell shot. Or... Um, yeah, so technically the spell is a level seven cleric spell, um, <coughs> but this is a paladin of bloody vengeance. This is the goddess of bloody vengeance who is married to the goddess of forgiveness. Um I think we can fudge it that Zulkana, Sultana can give away a one fourth level spell slot and Adet's magic will flow through and provide the last three spell slots. Okay. Yeah. I'll tell you all about it later tonight. Yeah. Whatever whatever you, you gotta do, friend. I trust you. Thank you, Sultana. I knew I I knew you meant it when you said you'd help me. It's good to have a real friend. Hey, you're one of my best friends. You're probably my best friend. Oh, she can give you a hug. Squash just leans into it. All right. Thank you. I'm gonna go... Go finish this up. All right. I'll see you at the fire. See you later. She'll walk out back to the fire. All right. Um, you see, like, as you open the door, not a few feet from the door, you see Adette looking at the pair of you. And she kind of, like, raises an eyebrow. Sultana shrugs and says, I trust him. Okay. And she kind of, like, takes a few steps back, um... And then as you come over, like, she takes your hand and she kind of, like, wanders back over to the fire. But in the back of your mind, she's casting messages. She says, I think we might need to watch him. Just be around. I nod. Um, okay. No pair of you go and sit down. All right. Uh, is Demi at the fire or is Demi somewhere else? Oh, yeah, she's there. All right, uh, Squash, like, slowly walks towards the fire and walks behind Demi and just like, um, Demi, are you in control right now? Mm-hmm. Well, mostly. Uh, What's that? She's eating s'mores or something. Sorry, I put chocolate in my mouth the moment you showed by speaking to me. <laughs> um, could you, uh, could we talk in private for a little bit? Uh, yeah, uh. All right. um, she kind of puts the s'mores down. She stands up and she's like, "Hey, he's a, he's great, Kathy. These are, these are, thanks." Um, and she kind of like walks over with squash. She's like, "Is everything okay?" 
Mm, yes, yes, actually, it's uh, fantastic. Everything has gone really well, and now it's just the the the, the little like extra like as Cross is talking as he's walking towards the room. Mm-hmm. The little like last part. Um, so before he enters the room, he turns around and asks, like, "So, um, I think you said before, Grooms is always watching, right?" Yeah, Grooms. Can he hear me? Yeah. I can hear you. Will you please leave us alone? I will provide you with as much privacy as I can. No, I need you to completely leave. No, it's not how this works. Squash walks into the room. Squash? What is it? She's not into the room. I I had to give him a choice, you know? Because everybody deserves a choice. Yeah, I don't disagree, but she takes like a couple of steps up. Squash. What's going on? So, I've spent all night preparing this. And it is the only way for me to see that we can genuinely move forward with no ifs, buts, or buts about it. Just, like, understanding it, you know? Uh, Squash, um, I don't have a future to do things like that. I don't, I can't move forward with stuff, Squash. I'm just, I'm just me right now, and that's all I'm going to have, and that's all I can give. So that's just, there's that, okay, um, Look, I, I don't want to have to boil it down, but you're clearly very incensed about something, so... I, I just... I need you to come inside so I can explain it. She steps into the room. <sighs> Fuck me. Squash. Oh, God. Um, Squash picks up a scroll, and he's going to cast exorcism on Grumsh. Okay. Exorcism is a seventh level spell which you do not have access to. Yes. You also technically don't have access to cleric spells. Yes. But we are foregoing that because you had the goddess and yeah, the goddesses, uh the Thunderhearts cast the rune part of the spell for you. I need you to make an ability spell casting ability check, please. The difficulty is a DC seventeen, and if you fail, this scroll will turn to dust. All right, that's at twenty-one on the roll. You managed to cast the spell. All right, exorcism requires. Basically, there are four chances for Grumsh to fail this. Because it's kind of based on banishment and kind of based on exorcism, because I fucking love that movie. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, And all the shit that goes around it. Um, All right. What is the um, spell DC? Um, You would have to tell me that. I'm casting from a skull. It's written on the scroll, which I believe at level seven is 18. Yeah. Let me see. Exorcism... Yep, DC 18, Charisma saving throw. Charisma? Oh boy. <laughs> you fucked. <laughs> All right, let me bring up the spell sheet. As you cast this spell, as you speak the words that are required, 
The room goes very still. The rune that you had cast upon the floor begins to glow this kind of ethereal pinkish colour. All the lights around you immediately extinguish. Any flames you had are gone. Um, For those of you standing out the fire, the fire begins to flicker and sort of begin to go out, but it's not gone. All right. Grimsh passes the first. All right. Squash just holds on to the spell. He takes a few steps forward, but he can't leave the rune that is drawn upon the floor. Passes the second with exactly the same. And he looks at you. Grumsh, just leave. That's not how this works, rat. I asked you. Now I'm making you. She'll choose my path. And whatever you and your path has to offer, she'll always choose mine. The witch always chooses me. You see the darkness go in her eye and she drops to the floor. Demi, Demi, are you okay? Hmm, what? Please, um, please don't be mad. What the hell have you done? Please don't be mad. I... No, please be mad. Be as mad as you want to, but please listen to me. I've... Uh, I've removed Grumsh. Yeah, I kind of noticed that. For a single hour. He will be back in an hour. You... Squash, you have no idea what you've done, do you? I've... I've created the only chance you have to make a choice. Choice to what, Squash? A choice to do all of this, to be an Eye of Grooms, to be a, to be an Avatar, to be one of the Sevens. You never had a choice. Yes, I did. No. I've always had a choice. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You chose to do so much of this to save other people because other people asked you to. Well, now Ilmater's dead and the Seven is down to six. What does it matter if it's five? It matters, Squash. I've built up all this power for fucking years. What, you expect me to stand by and not do my best? No, no. If if you want to... This is my best. Tell me what I can do better than this. There are very few people who have the power that I have. Then, then... There are very few people who have to make up for the shit that I've done, Squash, and you've just broken that. No, no. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like... It's like I let a child, a doll, and you broke it. No, no, no. You broke that bond between me and Grumsh. It... You have no idea what you've done. If 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 you want if you want it back, squash. I chose to do this. Do you need it any clearer? I did what he asked. I found. I answered the call when he asked for it. He asked me to find a way, and that was my end of the deal. And that night, I got very drunk and said I was done. Do you remember that? Yeah. I was done. Yeah. And the next day, he asked for my help. He didn't force me. He didn't make me. He asked because his granter was uh, was going to take this place and I couldn't leave another orphan in the world. She has three kids, Squash. And after everything I owe, you think I gained all this power just because I like it? Well, I'm not going to lie. I kind of did really like this shit. But Damaz gave up his life for me. I can do nothing less to secure his life. Do you understand that? Yeah. Yeah, I... Squash, this isn't... <sighs> I chose to do this. I know full well what the consequences are going to be. I, I, know, I know. And that's my choice. I, For all the magic I have gained, it is a waste otherwise. 
I could have said no, and I still can. He cannot force me to do this. I just... He can force me to do a lot of things, but not this. I am choosing to do this. I just... Otherwise, what the hell have I done with my life, Squash? You've guided so many to a better life. (sighs) You have helped so many people. Since I've met you, I've seen you do nothing but give others. And if you want to keep giving, that's your choice. I just wanted you to have that choice once. I had that choice, Squash. I always have that... I always had that choice. I couldn't tell you. You weren't supposed to know. Squash, you have... You have broken the deal that Grimsh and I made by doing this. No. Yes. I'm... Yes. Yes, you have. And now I need to figure out how to make that work with him again. Without having him kick the shit out of you. I... I I didn't know. I... I, I She kind of like sits on the floor. Like up to this point she'd been kind of like standing over you. But she just sits on the floor kind of half defeated. What what does it mean that I broke your pact? Part of the deal I have for doing this is he will look after Damas. And that requires access to me in a way that you don't understand. And I don't think I could ever explain it. He'll be back in an hour. I know. And I'll make it right with him. I... I will. It's not it's not as bad as I'm thinking it will be. I'll make this right. It's fine. Squash, why did you do this? Because it felt like you'd done the same for me. You you gave me my my second chance, my choice. She reaches into her side bag and she pulls out a very small piece of kind of golden-looking bark root. What is that? Do you want to be the timekeeper when you're done? I don't I don't know yet. I, but I don't want to hurt you. Give any- this to Trempal. He can change that fate for you. Or, you know, Emil, or because, you know, he's jumping into the ether. Or Dana, not that she'd want to. They can do this when it's all over. They can change your fate if you want to. But that might mean hurting somebody else. We have a really big problem, don't we? Yeah. I think I do have a very big problem, yes. I thought I knew what I was doing. You just knew it, Magic Squash. It's very intoxicating. I get it. Oh, boy, do I get it. (laughs) 
That's not the problem I was talking about. What's the problem you're talking about? I was just going to find out if you wanted to be the timekeeper. And depending on the answer, I was I was going to make this happen with the bark or not. And I'm realizing I'm no different, am I? I should have been I should have been honest when I asked. I could have just asked you. You could have asked me. Because asking you with him around wouldn't have been really asking you, would it? I'm I'm sorry, I shouldn't have. And I understand that your true 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 will is what it is, but hey, I hey. couldn't know. She reaches out and puts like a hand on like about an inch above your shoulder. It's okay, you didn't know. I'm sorry, Ayad. I'm I'm sorry. Um No, I'm sorry. Um it's a bit of a shock. <laughs> you and I are in the weirdest relationship, but we're not in a relationship, are we? I... I don't have a future to have a relationship, Squash, and I think this is our problem. I literally forced a god to steal <laughs> from the tree of fate, tree of knowledge. You turn me into a thief. And I've turned you into a magic user. I don't know what this is. This is not healthy. Is Damas going to be okay? Yeah. He's... He's joining Halsif's group. She'll look after him. If Grooms needs to beat the shit out of me, he can. That was always a possibility. I knew walking into this, this was a possibility. I don't want him to. Is that your choice? <laughs> Sorry. I don't know, Squash. I'm not sure I can forgive you for right now, but I want to. You do realize... It's really hard to watch somebody like you go through what you're going through, right? Yeah. I do. But you weren't supposed to be a part of this squash. To be honest, squash, you were supposed to be someone that I used to get into the gentleman's dueling club to get the things we needed. And then I was going to forget all about you. But um, that didn't happen either, did it? No. You broke me out of Cicero. They broke you out of Cicero. That wasn't me. You were there. Okay, I helped. Your friends got you out. So, if we had to do it all over again, we'd still be here? I don't know. I might have, um... Drunk a little bit less blood wine. Sorry. Uh, I don't know. What do you want to do now? I don't know. You have an hour without grooms. Well, 50 minutes or something. Maybe I should go and hide. 50 minutes had served on the ang- world's angriest orc. <laughs> Might be enough.
I don't know. You do have that gem in your hair. I find you. Oh, you wouldn't squeal on me, would you? <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I absolutely would. You have yeah, every 100%. Right. You have every right to. Yeah, I'm going right. to. Yeah, 100%. It's going to find you. Thanks for trying. Caring enough. Thank you for everything you have done and you will do. You're welcome. Squash, I don't want to die. I don't. I'm so scared I don't have the strength to do this, but I don't want to die. Well, I'll be there at the end. We all will be. We'll all do what we have to do. We all make that choice, don't we? I'm sorry. These are the choices we make. I'm sorry your choices are so shit. Well, I guess if there's justice in the world, then I kind of have it coming, you know? In what universe do you deserve what you're getting and I deserve what I have gotten? Well, I did send people to oblivion. And I sent people to their early graves. Yet I yeah. get to become the father of time or timekeeper. And you get to join them. Doesn't seem right, does it? Kind of fair, though. Squash. <laughs> I guess it is. Hey, if there's if there's forgiveness in this world, and there literally is a goddess of forgiveness standing outside, maybe I'll be one of the lucky ones and survive it. Maybe I'll get through this in one piece, and then we can figure out what the future means. But that's not today. That's that's less than thirty days from now. I've got to get to this talking. I'll send you tomorrow. Or Grimsh will. I don't know. I haven't decided if I want him to kick your butt yet. Well, I have about 40-ish minutes to explain what I've done to Sultana. Uh, so, uh, I guess I'll see you tomorrow if I manage to hide well enough. Don't hide. I won't. Don't. Don't go. Squash sits down. Do you remember that time at the gentleman, Gentleman's Dueling Club? When uh, I had that nightmare and uh, I woke you up and we drunk that like weird wine. Uh, I don't remember what you called it. Blood, Blood wine. Yeah, yeah. And... We went to the roof and what's the sunrise? Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. We, we, we spoke a lot on the roof. I remember that one. Yeah. I meant everything I said up there. It was probably for the first time in my life I didn't feel pain or outside forces forcing me to do things. That's a lie. I felt one outside force 
Yeah. I really wanted to impress you. <laughs> she kind of like leaned forward a little bit and she says, you banished a god. You've killed a demogorgon. You have fucked with Dachin a lot. You escaped from Cicero. You're doing all this to impress me. Really? Well, some of it you just do because that's who you are, but a lot of it, yeah. I like you. I mean, a lot. I like you a lot, too. But we don't have time for that, do we? Nope. Maybe in another life, huh? Yeah. Different world where there isn't, there isn't a blissful eclipse. No, I'm thinking this world when there isn't a blissful eclipse. I'll find a way to survive. I don't want to die. I'm not going to lie, my chances aren't great. <laughs> But I'll try. If, um, if you're here, I'll try. If I'm... If the fight doesn't go poorly, I'll be there. If there's a single unbroken bone in my body, I will be there. I'm gonna go speak to Damas. And um, if things don't go right, will you be there for him? Of course. Look, um, I'll see you guys in the morning, okay? Because if I stay here, then things are going to get weird. Uh, I'm going to get bloody. See you in the morning. See you tomorrow. And she gets up and she walks out. I can't fucking believe you, sir. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Hey, everyone. It's V here. That was definitely an episode. There was so much happening in there. There were so many notes in the quality control uh, for Neil, which is just like, scene, scene, scene. This was amazing. Like, we finally, uh, finally got to reveal what Amos shenanigans were, which I've just been holding on to for a while, and that's really exciting. And huge props has to go out to Casey, because I kind of like, oh, hey, wedding evening. And Casey just knocked it out of the park. I was genuinely feeling like a little bit emotional uh, when it came out with that. So they... They're amazing. Huge props to Casey there. It was fucking awesome. And obviously Squash breaking our goddamn heart there. Um, it's something that uh, Aether and I talked out about a little bit between the two between the two seasons, so to speak. Um, and he wanted to fall. My God, did he fall hard. But oh, oh, this episode was so good. Um, I had a lot of fun with this. I didn't know where this was going when we started this episode, but totally worth it. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it, so reach out to us, chat to us on the Discord, um, or talk to us on Twitter. Whatever your comments, please, I'd love to hear what you think about it. Uh, I want to have a huge thank you goes out to Jeremy Myers. Hopefully I got your name correct um, as one of our newer patrons, so thank you so much for helping us keep the lights on around here. And uh, also thank you to Daga and Emil, whose voice lines just elevate. Oh my God, I love those two guys. Um Other than that, you're about to hear an ad for Dungeon Dads. Go listen to that, have fun, and have a great couple of weeks. Bye. Dungeon Dads is a podcast of four dads. 
John, Tim, Sam, and me, Tom, playing an epic game of D&D. But it's really a story of three mismatched heroes. Jonas Silverwind, a highborn wizard. I am going to cast Mage Ama. Abel Rockbrother, a wayward cleric. Tempest, will you please, in your infinite wisdom, help me to kill these men? And Phil Near Omajira, a warlock who's made a pact with a higher power. I owe it my life. I guess you had to be there. Come for the epic adventure. This army of barbarians in fur and leather, they're rushing the war wagon. Stay for the dad jokes. So, uh, <laughs> here's the whole fellas. So, quoth the queen? And 80s references. People are people, so why should it be that you two should get along so awfully? Find us at DungeonDads.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Hey, not bad. Uh, can we do one more take where you pretend like you actually like the show? Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.